Hello, and welcome to the Selective Mutism Help Home Educational Learning Program podcast. My name is Kelly, and I will be your host. This podcast aims to give you the help you need to support the person in your life affected by selective mutism. In this episode, I'll be telling you about Selective Mutism Help, who is involved, the purpose, and information available when it comes to learning about Selective Mutism. Let's get started. Welcome to Episode 8 of the Selective Mutism Help Home Educational Learning Program podcast. My name is Kelly, and I'm a parent of a child with Selective Mutism. Being that I am a parent and not a medical professional, this podcast is for informational purposes only. I wanted to take this opportunity to tell you a little bit about myself and why I created Selective Mutism Help. The quick version of who I am is, I'm a mom who has a daughter with Selective Mutism. At the beginning of our journey, I struggled with figuring out what caused our daughter's SM. I put a lot of guilt and blame on myself. Maybe if I would have gotten the epidural during labor earlier, she wouldn't have swallowed meconium. Since she swallowed meconium, the doctor didn't want her to aspirate it, so they didn't want her to cry out when she was born. Did this lack of crying out prevent her from integrating primitive reflexes? Is that why she has SM? Or maybe it was because I used the ultrasound machine at work too many times to peek in at what she was up to while I was pregnant. Did this prevent areas of her brain to develop normally? Maybe we pushed her to walk too early, again, not allowing her primitive reflexes to integrate. Maybe I was too anxious when she was young and my anxiety rubbed off on her. Did we do enough socialization when she was young? If only I knew what SM was earlier, I could have been aware of myself rescuing her and protecting her. Maybe her SM wouldn't have been as severe as what it was. Maybe I should have snuggled with her more and not used the cried out method. Maybe I shouldn't have swaddled swaddled her at bedtime and nap time so she could move more when she slept. All of these maybes and what ifs were constantly circling my mind. But from those worries came action. I couldn't sit with those thoughts anymore. They weren't helping anyone. I needed to start taking action. The first steps involved in me taking action was finding help, finding resources, and finding support. Here in the U.S., we have an organization called the Selective Mutism Association. They have a list of providers from each state that offer services for treating selective mutism. Our state had one on that list, so that was where I started. We started therapy shortly after we found out what selective mutism was. The next part was finding resources. I started with an SM book by Dr. Amy Cordoba that gave in-depth information about SM and how to go about treating it. I also got children's books written by Lucy Nathanson from Confident Kids, which helped our daughter understand what was going on and to let her know that she wasn't alone and not the only child with selective mutism. I then found support. I found the Parents of Selective Mutism Facebook group and put a post out there asking if anyone was from our state. I found someone who lived just 10 minutes from us and we met up one day at the park. I feel like this was the turning point for me. I no longer felt alone. I no longer felt responsible for causing my daughter's SM. I had hope and guidance. With the help I got from other parents, I was determined to pay it forward. I became one of the state coordinators, which was supported by the Selective Mutism Association, and I began getting contacted from others that were experiencing the same things I had been experiencing. From there, I was able to get together a monthly parent support group. 
Once a month, we would meet at a local library and discuss various topics pertaining to SM. It was a way for everyone to be real with what was actually going on. We could open up and share our stories, give hope to others, and feel like we weren't alone. But everything changed once COVID hit. We were unable to get together anymore for the support group, and it was difficult to coordinate a Zoom call while we were all at home because now we're at home with the kids. Most of our kids were little, so we couldn't send them out of the room for an hour while we talked about their diagnosis without them hearing us. Therefore, I had to put the group on hold. As the months went by, I felt like something was missing. I had grown almost dependent on these monthly meetings to be able to connect, and without it, I felt empty. One day, I got an email with a subject line of, do you have a passion you've put on hold? Or something along those lines. I opened the email, and it was a webinar with a tutorial on how to host an online summit. I don't even think I even knew what an online summit was at that time, but I was intrigued. Come to find out, a summit is like a conference, but is online instead of in person. My husband and I attended the Selective Mutism Association conference a couple years ago, which was really helpful. So the idea of doing an online conference sounded very interesting. As I went through the webinar, I realized that an online summit about selective mutism could benefit so many people. Not just people near me, but people all over the world could have the same opportunity to learn about selective mutism. I wanted the information to come from professionals in the field of SM, as well as professionals from other fields like occupational therapy. And I wanted it to be information from those that have experienced SM firsthand, whether a parent of a child with SM or somebody who had SM themselves. The biggest thing I wanted was for this summit to be free to access. So there wasn't an excuse for anyone to not be able to learn about SM. This is how Selective Mutism Help got started. In order to host a summit, you need a website. To have a website, you need a business name. The acronym HELP stands for Home Educational Learning Program. I wanted people to know they could learn about SM, find resources and support, all from the comfort of their, of their own home. In the fall of 2020, only three months after that life-changing email, I hosted my first ever Selective Mutism Help Online Summit. I had a great team working on this project with me. It was me, myself, and I. Together, the three of us, which just to make sure you understand, was just me, were able to reach out to various professionals and pitch the idea of having them be a speaker for the summit. Talk about intimidating and scary. But I did it, and I was blown away by the responses I got back from the professionals I contacted. They were on board and excited to be interviewed. I had no idea what to expect as far as, as turnout for the summit, but I ended up getting 1,200 people registered from around the world. I was amazed and humbled. So many people put their trust in someone they had never heard of to find out more information about selective mutism. After I realized the effect this summit had on so many people from around the world, I knew I had to keep doing them. So I decided the third weekend of May and October would be Selective Mutism Help Summit's would would be when they were available. In the spring of 2021, I put on another summit with different presenters than the first one. For that summit, I had even more people register. It was about 1,800 people from over 50 different countries. Some days, I still don't believe that all of this has been real. After the two summits, a lot of the feedback I was receiving was that parents needed more information for their teens that had SM. Being that my daughter is still young, I knew I didn't have the knowledge or experience to help them. 
So I decided to take a leap of faith and have all the topics for the third summit be information specifically for teens and adults with SM. At the time of this podcast recording, the third summit, the third summit is coming up soon on October 22nd through October 25th, 2021, and registration is now open. There will be seven speakers, four professionals, one parent of SM teens who is also an advocate for SM, and two adults with SM sharing their story of what life has been like for them. Usually in these summits, there's a lot of back and forth conversation with me and the speakers, but in this one, I just kind of sit back and listen to many of them. The information is so helpful and makes you realize how different it is for a teen or adult with SM compared to a young child. Now, I didn't record this podcast episode to toot my own horn or hope to get praised and commended for doing all this work. I wanted to share this information to let you all know that I am just a mom with an SM daughter. I am just a mom who doesn't want to have other kids suffer like our daughter did. I am just a mom who wants to spread awareness, have conversations, and help both parents and professionals understand selective mutism. For me, it isn't about being better than another organization or making money or coming across like I know everything about SM. It's about just being a good, kind human. Too often, kindness gets pushed aside. I want to be a good example for my kids and teach them that if they struggled with something, there may be someone else struggling too, and you just might be able to help them struggle a little less. I want to thank you for listening to my story and how Selective Mutism Help got started. I want to encourage you to try to find one way to spread awareness about selective mutism or see if there's a way you can start a parent support group or become a state coordinator. I hope you'll join me for the upcoming free online summit. You can get more information and register by going to www.smhelp.org backslash free dash summit. I'll also leave a link in the podcast notes. Finally, if you are a parent or a professional or someone who has SM, please know that I am here for you. I will listen to your concerns, cheer with your successes, and share whatever information I can to help you. You can email me at smhelp2020 at gmail.com or find me on Facebook and Instagram by searching for Selective Mutism Help. Take care, everyone. (music) 